Tchau. This is VOA News. I'm Joe Ramsey. Israel says it's pushing ahead with plans for a ground invasion in the Gaza town of Rafah to root out Hamas militants, even as mediators work on a new ceasefire in the five-month war that also calls for the release of more hostages held by Hamas. VOA's Arash Arbasadi has the story. Negotiators from Israel, Egypt, the United States and Qatar, the Hamas intermediary, held talks in Paris to discuss terms of a deal to free what is likely north of 100 remaining hostages in the Palestinian territory. Negotiations remain fluid. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told CBS News it's not clear whether a ceasefire and hostage deal would materialize from new talks in Qatar. Hamas says Israel has denied its main demands that include an end to the military occupation of Gaza. Arash Arbasadi, VOA News. The U.S. and Britain struck 18 Houthi targets in Yemen on Saturday, answering a recent surge in attacks by the Iran-backed rebel group on ships in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden, including a missile strike this past week that set fire to a cargo vessel. U.S. Central Command released footage it said showed U.S. F-18 fighter jets launching on Saturday from the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower aircraft carrier in support of strikes. The Houthis and Hamas are U.S.-designated terrorist groups. Pope Francis on Sunday called for a diplomatic solution to the war in Ukraine that would lead to a just and lasting peace as the second anniversary of Russia's invasion was marked a day earlier. Francis said he was also concerned about escalating violence in the East region of the Democratic Republic of Congo. This is VOA News. Ukraine's defense minister said on Sunday half of promised Western military support fails to arrive on time. AP correspondent Rika Ann Garcia reports. Speaking at an assembly in Kiev, he stressed that each delayed aid shipment complicates the task of military planners and ultimately costs the lives of soldiers. Ukrainian military leaders toured the frontline combat posts while facing a worsening ammunition shortage and Russian attacks in the east. Meanwhile, nightly strikes continue with Ukraine's air defenses shooting down drones sent by Moscow, while Russia targeted an unspecified facility in western Ukraine. I'm Rika Ann Garcia. Polish farmers on Sunday blocked a major highway into Germany in the latest such protest against EU regulations and taxes. Farmers across Europe have been protesting for weeks over what they say are excessively restrictive environmental rules, competition from cheap imports from outside the European Union, and low incomes. On Sunday, farmers from Poland blocked a motorway in the east on the border with Germany. West African regional bloc ECOWAS said on Saturday it would lift strict sanctions on Niger as it seeks a new strategy to dissuade military-ruled Niger, Burkina Faso, and Mali from withdrawing from the political and economic union. Reuters correspondent Alice Rizzo has more. ECOWAS closed borders and imposed strict measures on Niger last year after soldiers detained President Mohamed Bazoum and set up a transitional government. It was one of a series of recent military takeovers that have exposed the bloc's inability to alter democratic backsliding. Sanctions have forced Niger, already one of the world's poorest countries, 
to slash government spending and default on debt payments of more than $500 million. The decision to lift sanctions was done for humanitarian reasons, according to the communique. But the move will be seen as a gesture of appeasement as ECOWAS tries to persuade the three junta states to remain in the alliance. Reuters correspondent Alice Rizzo. Namibia's late president, Hage Gengab, who died in a hospital on February 4th, weeks after being diagnosed with cancer, was buried on Sunday with thousands of mourners, including 25 heads of state and former presidents in attendance. The burial was on the outskirts of Windhoek following 20 days of mourning. The 82-year-old Gengab, Namibia's two-time prime minister and third president since its independence from minority-ruled South Africa in 1990, had overseen the sparsely populated and mostly arid southern African nation since 2015. I'm Joe Ramsey, VOA.